Thank you for joining us for Miami University's Leadership Decision Skills Mental Health Awareness Podcast. I'm Travis. I'm here with Jake and Mackenzie, and today we'll be talking about some of the physiological and mental effects addiction has on the body. Mackenzie, what are some of the common effects addiction has on the body? The effects of addiction does vary on what drug the person uses and the amount of time they are exposed to that drug, but some of the common side effects include weakened immune system, heart conditions, abdominal pains, nausea, liver failure, lung disease, and even seizures and strokes. How does addiction affect the human brain itself? So when a person gets the stimulus of a drug, it gives dopamine, and after a while, it can rewire the brain's pleasure centers so they can only get dopamine from that drug, which causes a chemical imbalance, and it can lead to side effects like memory problems and mood swings, and it can also damage the frontal lobe of the brain, which is in charge of decision-making. I know some drugs are more known than others, like methamphetamine, for example. We know that that one rewires the serotonin receptors in the brain. And I guess as we learn more about different drugs, we'll know how they affect the brain differently. And with that said, do you guys think that the perception perception of addiction has changed over recent times? I think it has. Um, we had a very basic understanding of it in the past. We saw it as a person who was addicted had um, no more had, had either no morals or had a character fault in them, but now we're coming to see that it is more of a complex disease and we're becoming more accepted over time. It seems like as we progress in history, we're seeing it less as a moral issue or social dilemma and more as an actual illness or disease. And you mentioned before we sat down today that there's a recorded history of heroin use in medical procedures. Could you enlighten us a little bit about that? Yes. As a teenager in the safety of the use of heroin, although they use the medical term of dimorphine, but an interesting fact is that it's actually stronger than the heroin you're going to find on the street. And people, they've studied this, and these people don't really get addicted, and it does come down to the environment on which they receive the drug. Mm. And I know all the way back into, from all the way to ancient Rome and modern U.S. military, there's been recorded cases of the military utilizing drugs in the same manner, giving them pharmaceutical drugs to enhance their performance. And you brought up something really interesting earlier. Do you want to tell us a little more about Dr. Bruce Alexander's 1970 experiment, Rat Park? would mostly drink the heroin-infused water until it eventually died or committed suicide. And Dr. Alexander looked at this study and said, well, this doesn't relate to the human experience or even the rat experience. So he made a more complex one where he had a bunch of rats, so he got that social stimuli. And they also had plenty of things to do in the cage, like he had a wheel, but he still had the regular water and the heroin-infused water. And these rats would drink the regular water way more than they would drink the heroin-infused water. 
and they did live like a long and healthy life as well. So he observed that the rats, even even in a group setting where they all had the equal access to the heroin infused water, those rats that were forced into isolation without stimulus, they would actually choose the heroin water over normal water. And those those that were in a group setting with stimulus and had things going on, they referred not to use it, even though they had the same access to it. So how do you think modern effort to research has helped us progress our views on addiction? Well, in the United States, we all consume drugs in bedroom, clothing, and I know that on a state-to-state basis, we are decriminalizing marijuana use, and this has given scientists access to study how marijuana can be used as either a painkiller or even to reduce seizures in, from patients. And what's very interesting is there is um, one study in Portugal where they decriminalized drugs and made a rehabilitation center that helps addicts get um, the social support that they need to recover. And as they've done this, and we're looking back on it 15 years later, they actually cut the addiction rate by 50%. 50. That's half of them. Well, Mackenzie, thank you for providing us this information. Thank you all for listening in on us today. Hopefully, you'll be able to take some of this information, help us spread awareness, and change the narrative on how we're looking at addiction. For those of you around, feel free to explore the page and to find further resources on mental health, including depression, anxiety, and addiction. Thank you.